which means that I've known my dad for 6,570 days. And so I probably should know that he means this question to sound supportive. Concerned, but supportive. But my heart races, and all I can hear is, I told you so. I don't know yet, I reply, shoving the last chunk of burrito into my mouth. Honey, it's senior year, adds mom, whom I've presumably known for about nine months longer, and who I know means to sound supportive too. But mom wears her worry on every word. I've heard, I say around food. Now what? Senior year is supposed to be the culmination, the big finale of an epic journey. But given our surroundings, I wonder if I'm going in circles instead. We sit in a red vinyl booth, hunched over a linoleum table, decorated with a cliché painting of the Mexican desert. Around us blink the jalapeno-shaped lights and other assorted kitsch of La Burrita Feminista. Freshman year, I brought my five closest friends here for a birthday party, complete with poppers and present bags and personal piñatas, but invitations for this year's celebration went only to my parents and my Aunt Janine. Maybe I'm not just going in circles. Maybe this is actually a downward spiral, like into a black hole. My parents normally prefer something a little more sanitized than a radical feminist burrito bar, especially when it means driving all the way into Hollywood. And normally, I prefer not to be spending my birthday with my parents. But I think they sensed that I had no other options, and found it in their hearts to make the effort, even if Dad defiantly ordered a garden burger at a Mexican joint. Also, Antonine loves this place. My parents think it's because she's secretly a lesbian. I'm more inclined to think it's because, A, she knows a good burrito and a fun atmosphere, two things my parents couldn't possibly comprehend, and because, B, regardless of her orientation, she knows that men are vermin. Dessert arrives before my parents' line of questioning can continue. Feminista has this crazy cake that you're supposed to split, called the Orgasmo de Cacao. Any other night, I'd share one. But anticipation about tomorrow and a series of tweets I've been getting all evening have me wolfing down a whole one myself. Mom and Janine are sharing one, and Dad got, for dessert, I kid you not, a side salad. As we dig in, I read tweets on my phone from all the people over at the Hatch, the best all-ages club in Silver Lake. They're seeing a band called Postcards from Ariel. Tonight's show is their North American tour kickoff. 30 dates, coast to coast, celebrating the release of their new album, Dispatch. Postcards is from my high school. They graduated last year, and they used to be mine. I was planning to spend tonight at that show, back when it was just the next show on the calendar, back before postcards got signed by Candy Shell Records, who subsequently re-recorded the album we'd been working on all spring, booked them a nationwide tour, and, oh, fired their former management company, Orchid Productions, a.k.a. me. One could argue if one wasn't busy eating a two-pound skillet of chocolate cake, that I was the reason Postcards got that record deal.
the reason there was big interest in them, even after only one EP last fall. Those awesome rocket ship mailbox t-shirts? Yours truly. One could also argue that their lead singer, Ethan Myers, and I had something special. Oh, 17-year-old summer, I tell myself yet again, over bite after bite of molten chocolate. You were a sucker. Which is maybe true, maybe not. True that I thought Ethan Myers was the real thing. I could have watched him strum that guitar and croon those sweet high melodies forever. It seemed so real. We met at the Spritz, a coffee shop back in Mount Hope, just after postcards had played an acoustic set. I was a sophomore and so into music. He was a junior with a cool new band. I couldn't believe he was actually into me.